All right, Ambush, we are here with one of the members of Trap Hip Hop, a group that is taking their sound, their vision, their mission, not just across Canada, not just across North America, but worldwide. And they are bringing a bangers and a positive message at the same time. And of course, we are here with Young D of Snotty Nose Res Kids. How's it going today, Young? Hey, man, we chilling. We chilling, man. Ooh, I love to hear. Thanks, Thanks for having us, man. Hey, no worries. Glad to have you. And I know that you guys are currently uh, out on the middle of the road, so I appreciate it. And I'd love to start right there just to ask, how has it been to return to tour after being stuck at home for over a year and a half? Man, it feels like it's a blessing, you know, uh, it's like before the pandemic, like our live shows was like our bread and butter, you know, like not just the moneymaker, but that's where like we win fans over, you know what I mean? And like we did a show last night here in Buffalo. There's like, I don't know, probably like six, seven hundred people. And like none of them knew who we were. And it felt like because like we're opening up for USS, right? And is like, it took us, it was very nostalgic. Like it took us back to like, to the days where it's just like, okay, you don't know who I am or who we are, but by the end of the set, you're gonna know who the fuck we are. And it's a good feeling. Like it's super dope watching fans, like not knowing who the fuck you are and could care less about what you have to say. Then by the end of the set, they would say anything that we would tell them to say. Like at, at the end of the set, it's like say snot, you know. And like it's just it's the it's the funniest at the same time, coolest thing. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be back on the road. Uh it's kind of crazy how you guys have that. You go from headlining a few shows to just straight up opening, but it just the love and like the music itself is just so powerful. It's just so good. That, you know, the people, are just they just get hooked along the way and they're there for the ride by the end of it. Yeah. yeah it's a trip, man. It's a journey for sure. Awesome. I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it. I love it. And of course, you've been able to take some of these new songs out on the road as well, because just about a month ago, Snotty Nose released their brand new fourth album here with A Life After. So, of course with being able to take those new songs out on the road, that also has to add a whole lot of excitement. Well, hundred percent. Like whenever you release a new record and like you, you finally get to perform those songs after having, having them in the vault for so long. Oh yeah. It's, it's a hell of a feeling. Ah, uh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. And of course with this album, you guys were on the road right before going into production with it. You were coming off of Trapline. You guys were going hard, like played over a hundred shows in support of that album, but suddenly everything came to a halt. You guys get back into Canada and suddenly you're stuck at home. So how did you guys adapt did you go right away just trying to get back into the studio and writing did you take a little bit of time what was the process like for this one mm-hmm. uh that hit us hard man because we had a hell of a year lined up in 2020 like that year was gonna like catapult us to the next level with all the stuff we had planned and everything just came to a halt 
And like, it hit us creatively for a bit. I would say like three to six months, it hit us creatively. Like we couldn't find the inspiration to do anything. And, but that's mostly because like our inspiration comes from traveling. You know, it comes from traveling to do shows and hitting the road and doing tour and experiencing new places and having those new experiences fresh in our mind. We didn't have that, <laughs> you know? So like for this record, we really, really had to dig deep. And, you know, this pandemic really forced us literally to like sit at home and like reflect on life, really. and. It gave us the time to focus on the things that we've kind of just been like pushing to the side. You know what I mean? Because when it's tour life and like you're on the road, everything's just go, 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 go. And it's easy to distract yourself from things. When in actuality, in hindsight, we should have been taking care of ourselves. You know, whether it's like mental health, whether it's emotional, spiritual health, like all those things that we avoided kind of just just came to the forefront, you know, and and you hear it on this record, you know, like there's the highest high to the lowest low and everything in between. It just forced us to sit down and talk about it. Mm-hmm. No, it's um, definitely you can hear that you guys definitely sort of took a little bit more of a darker approach lyrically. But of course, you still have that uh, snotty nose res kid style where you also bring humor uh, to the situation as well. Yeah, you know, like. It's just who we are, you know what I mean? And what we really wanted to do on this record was just, it was personal, you know, like the last two albums we had before this one were very politically driven. And this one is just like, man, like this one's for us. Let's, let's use this as like a healing tool so we could focus on the next chapter of our life. You know, like you hear it on songs like Change and After Dark. And then we have fun songs like Uncle Rico, you know what I mean? And dark songs like Grave Digger, you know, and it's just, yeah, it's just. And also to like being indigenous, like we have a certain sense of humor that only at some times we only get, but you know, it's just, it's just the way we grew up and that's just our personality and that's just our mentality. You know, like sometimes when you go through those dark times, it's, it's good to have a laugh every now and then, you know? Well, absolutely. It's uh, almost uh, something that comes with just going through trauma and otherwise is just, it's how you deal with it, right? Exactly. Yeah. And of course, you mentioned that going through different experiences and emotions through uh, some of those various songs. And one thing that I also love through this album is the exploration of sound as well. There's a lot of jazz elements, some R&B, and you guys even explore punk rock with some of it as well with Sink or Swim, even doing a remix with the OBGMs on there as well too, which actually really fits the energy, I find. Yes, sir. Like, yeah, it was really cool, man. And uh when we reached out to the guys, uh, we just sent them like the acapella. It was like, yo, like y'all, like don't listen to the song, just create, do what you would do. And that's what they came up with. And like, they fucking knocked it out the park. 
And yeah, you're talking about uh, the production. Actually, uh, I produced almost half of the album on this one. Uh, I started producing like in late 2018. And then it wasn't until like, honestly, like the beginning of the pandemic to like where I started to feel comfortable with my own production to start using it. And yeah, half the album is some of my best work production wise. I'm glad to, I'm very glad to hear that. Was it just more that you had a little bit more time to explore the production side that made you a little more comfortable or was it just because that you took a more time? A hundred percent. Like when the pandemic first hit, the fuck else am I going to do? Like I'm locked in my house all day, every day. So I was like, yeah, I, I doubled down and yeah, just started working on the production. Now we joined by Young Tribes as well joining us here on the conversation. So we're just talking about what it has been like releasing this new album, exploring various sounds, going punk rock. And we were just talking about what it was like to uh, film the music video here for Sink Your Swim out in Vancouver. So just dive a little bit more into that world, my friends. That was an experience, man. Oh, shit. Um, I feel like... I feel like uh, over the pandemic, how everybody's just been like shut down, you know, and like everyone's been idling and just doing like this, you know, just chilling at home, chilling in there, chilling in the rooms, just, and we needed to like let some frustration out, you know, and just like let some, like just wild out for a bit. And uh, when we came up with the idea for Sink or Swim, like the original, uh, it always had that, like, like that punk rock energy. Uh, especially bringing just John on and letting him do his thing like he did. Um, I feel like the, like the remix was inevitable. Like it had to happen. And when we were, when we were talking about making this album, we were talking about like, if you look at all the rollout and all the photos and, and like the photo shoots that we did, we made it look like we were just coming out on stage. So with each single, it got like closer to showtime. It started off in the dressing room, it's like, and then it went down to like uh, the tunnel down to, to the stage, and then us on stage, and uh, like that was the idea behind life after. It was like us coming out and being here again, like yo, this is us, this is Snotty Nose, and um, that video was like the icing on the cake, you know. It was like the like the end. It was like right where we're supposed to be. So it was like us doing shows again being out in Buffalo right now, doing our first American tour. And that's what, like, the, the, the idea behind the, um, sorry, the, the, the rollout for, like, the photos and stuff was. And that's what the video is. It's us being back on the road. So the release for this album was specifically built towards, geared towards, um, that exact just that life after everything that we've just experienced here how you guys bounced back from it how you use the time to heal and otherwise mm. yeah i mean like i don't know what you guys were talking about before but yeah that's exactly what the the album's been about and you know like 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 we said we've been saying uh when it comes to us making music we talk about like lived experiences from our context and you know the pandemic was an experience so we had to write about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. We did talk a little bit about the album, but of course I wanted to get a little bit of your experience 
of it there as well. And of course, one thing that I did notice with this album is we already talked about the uh, shift in energy with the lyrics. But one thing I noticed, too, is sort of you guys took a shift away from the skits that we sort of uh, heard through some of those other albums. Was this a conscious decision just to focus on the music with this one? It was. Yeah, like it was like we grew up listening to old school hip hop, you know, like and with those albums, it was like a story. It was like a book, you know, it was like a audio book. And like, that's what we tried to make our old albums about. But on this one, we kind of just like we geared or like we kind of shifted away from it just to like, like you said, just to focus on the music. And with every other album that we put out before this, the intro has always been like made put there for the album but on this one we just wanted to like just make it about the music and like try and get streams up and stuff like that you know but like artistically it still is a complete project and like obviously that was like on purpose but like we felt like this one didn't need skits okay but like that's not to say we won't go back towards skits Mm mm-hmm well, it's all storytelling elements all the same, right? And you guys are yeah. beautiful storytellers and the skits do help, but sometimes it's each story has its own story to be told and sometimes there's a different way to tell that story. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like we accomplished what we were going for and like uh, we kind of let the music speak for itself and like like we're really proud of that last album. Ah, yeah. Nice. I love it. I love it. And of course, one thing that I've also noticed is that you guys made the decision to start your own record label to sort of take that control of your career, to continue to take that control of your career. And not just that, but also just represent, once again, the possibilities of what can be done as a small town artist of someone from various backgrounds. So what exactly has it been like to do exactly that? Start your own record label. Uh, well, we haven't really started our own record label yet, but we're we're talking about it. And um, like so right now, we're just independent. We're working with Feldman out of Toronto. Our managers out of Toronto, and uh, we do understand the importance of owning your own masters. So, like, if we do sign to a major label, it's going to be under our own label. And we feel like um, when this is all said and done. We want to have our own label and a strong with a strong roster of indigenous artists that we can put on, you know? And that's like that's like goals, that's angles. But like right now we're kind of just like, you know, like just figuring it out. And like, yeah, the label thing, that'll come. Okay. So it's in the process. It's in the building. It's in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, we we learned a lot throughout our time in music, especially on the business side. And I would say one of the biggest lessons is to make sure like your paperwork is right. So, you know, we're not just, we're not just going to sign the first deal that's thrown at us because we've had people trying to sign us for a while, but whenever we do decide to sign or when we do start the label, like it's going to be on our terms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and then you also mentioned the importance of making sure the paperwork's right too. And it's for yourselves as artists, you have set, uh, a bar for a lot of various artists in terms of representation and you do see you guys continuing to spread and continuing to pass down 
the things that you've learned, not just yourselves, but also from artists who have done the exact same thing for you as well. So it also is very important for helping other artists to grow, to get those necessary steps to be able to build their own careers. Yeah. I mean, you know, like with, with every artist comes, uh, like, like laying the groundwork, you know, and like, you know, like Tribe Call Red, Buffy St. Marie, Redbone, um, other rappers out there like Jesus, Joy Styles, like those guys, like those people all like kind of laid the groundwork down and did like the, the, the heavy lifting in the early days, you know, when, when this wasn't looked at as a possibility. And we feel like we're, we're doing the same thing, you know, like artists like Buffy St. Marie, Redbone, uh, Joey Styles, Jesus, um, you know, Tribe Call Red, they laid the, they like made it possible for artists like Snuggie Nose Red's kids to come up in this industry and do what we do. And we're trying to do just what they're doing, do all the heavy lifting for the next generation that comes up after us. And obviously it's important, you know, like everything that we do as indigenous artists is important. It's like, we're, we're breaking through boundaries and letting the world know that this is possible and letting the, the, the younger generation coming up after us, let us letting them know that it's possible. It's possible to live off art. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And of course you guys mentioned the importance of making sure that your paperwork is right because it's not everybody who wants to work with you absolutely has your best interests in mind. What other advice could you potentially give to young artists who are doing just exactly that, trying to reach that next level, but maybe don't know some of the things that wait for them uh, on the other side? I mean, it's just, it's a grind, man. It's a fucking grind. There's no other way to put it. And you got to be patient and you got to have persistence. And you just got to believe in yourself because when we first started, it seems like yesterday, like we just started, but nobody believed in us. You know what I mean? Like outside our family, like our families did, but our families had the attitude of like, yeah, I believe in you, but keep college on the back burner, you know, like keep this backup job on the back burner, you know? And so like, you got to believe in yourself. 100%. Yeah. There's, there's no other way to put it. And Darren said it before, like, um, done is better than perfect. You know, like, don't like, like when you're first starting, you can't be chasing perfection because then you'll never get any music out, but just put shit out. Like that's what that's what we did in the beginning and look at where our music is taking us and look at where we're at now. Like our music sounds ten times better than it did on the first album. But um other than that, like yo, like make sure that the people around you have your best interest in mind. Because um I I don't think we'd be where we're at right now without the team that we have behind us. And we gotta make sure, like, you know, like you gotta like weed out the snakes, you know? And just make sure that your team is there for you. And yeah. Like, you know, like, like with our management team and like everybody that we've, we've uh, taken on and like let represent us, we made sure that they had, that we were their number one priority before we took them on our team. And, you know, like our manager, like we don't have any contracts signed or nothing. Like that's just family now, you know? Um, And like, we're going to, like that's our ride or die. And like, we're the same way, 
we're in this till it's a, we're gonna like do this till the wheels fall off. But yeah, just make sure that your people are right and just put up music. Exactly it is make sure that your message is honest and true to yourself and just make sure that you're doing exactly that. Making sure that you're surrounding yourself with the right people. If somebody is a snake, well, you just you do exactly what you do with snakes. You cut the head off, you move on and exactly. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. So, of course, with we've mentioned that you guys are right on the middle of the road, in the middle of a tour, trying to make the most of this new album that just came out. So, what else does the future potentially hold here for Snotty Nose Res Kids? I know that you had to shift a couple of Canadian dates and otherwise, and there's still a few things that are up in the air, but what exactly can you tell us? Uh, we got an East Coast leg coming up. Like we're we're talking about doing an American tour in the spring, or like early 2022. But yeah, like a lot of stop, a lot of dates. We're gonna be on the road for a while, and yeah, we're excited to make the announcement. And I think we're gonna make it within the like within this year. Okay, so just continuing that grind, keeping it going. Now that the doors are open. Also, uh, Deluxe Album, Life After Deluxe Album is going to come out pretty soon. Mm, does that mean maybe some more remixes? or uh, Not just that. We got some originals on it, too. It's going to be dope. Mm, hype, hype. And I'm sure that the fans, that the listeners are going to be very excited to hear that news, to hear these new tracks as well. I've had a blast chatting so far today about life after i have one last question for you here today boys are you ready for it yeah all right so of course we have talked about having to adapt after shutting down getting into the studio writing possibly the darkest album of your careers but still adding that lovely snrk humor style to everything but of course what i would love to know is through this past year and a half, how has this time helped you grow or what has it taught you about yourselves? <laughs> Where do we start? Uh, yeah, I mean, for me throughout this pandemic, uh, mental health has been a big thing for me. Very, very big thing for me because, you know, I think I said it before, but like, when you want when you're on tour, it's just easy to brush things off and distract yourself. But throughout this pandemic, the both of us have learned that we got to take care of ourselves mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, as well as physically. <laughs> you know, but man, it's just fuck. It's I don't know, man. It's I'm just happy that we're here today through like all the madness and all the craziness in the world. Like we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> and we're, I mean, you know what I mean? Like we're exactly where we're meant to be. Uh, we went through what we had to go through and the album is the result. Yeah. You know, and that, that was our healing tool. We're going to continue to grow. We're going to continue to go through ups and downs because that's fucking life. But, you know, if we can make it through the pandemic, shit, we can make it through anything, man. Straight up. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, it just shows our resilience, you know, like we've been, we've been doing this, we've been living this life and we've been through worse, <laughs> to be honest. And yeah, like it just shows like that, like if we can get through that, we can get through anything. You know what I mean? Because, uh, with the pandemic, like it like pretty much like cut off all shows and that's how we make our income. And we still didn't have to get a fucking day job. We still didn't have to like change our, like what we do. We we're true to ourselves, And I feel like the pandemic kind of like showed people's real colors and, and like, yo, know, like some people, like we almost fell off too, you know, like we had our ups and downs and all arounds. And I think like, if we can come out on top of that, that we can get through anything. Heck yeah. It shows that you're able to adapt, that you're willing to fight, and that you're willing to win regardless of the situation. I love it. Sure. I love no the message. And I've loved this conversation here today with you, Young D and Young Tribes of the Snotty Nose Res Kids. Thank you so much for joining me here on the DTP. Right, thanks for having us. <laughs> okay. Thanks for having us, man. Oh, ambush. Thank you for checking out this conversation with Young D and Young Tribes, the duo known as the Snotty Nose Res Kids. And you can go ahead and find SNRK's brand new album, Life After, over on your favorite music streaming service. You should also go ahead and check out the group on your favorite social media as well stay up to date with tour dates and other cool things that they're gonna have coming your way oh so soon with that i need to thank both young d and young tribes one last time for joining us here on the dtp i have to thank the amazing amanda from over at indoor recess for setting this conversation up i need to thank german from Y P editor.com for being the audio wizard that he is and last but not least we need to thank you the am for tuning on in if you've yet to join up with the ambush it's as easy as subscribing to the dtp you can also help the show grow by sharing this episode giving us a five-star review over on itunes and apple podcasts and by heading on over to deserttigermerch.com to copy yourself something represent the show and look so good while doing that too and with that it's deserttigermerch.com and now we say our bye-bye but not before i tell you to go out and find your roar and then let it out into the world and until next time bye-bye and stay beautiful am the desert tiger podcast <laughs>